There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. I saw that uh, Fidelity Investments uh, had done a study and said more than two-thirds of Americans are very concerned about the impact of inflation on retirement preparedness. Okay, so they know that inflation is going to eat away, but what should I be doing? How do I counteract that? How do I make the inflation bite not as much? That's what I think they're there's a stutter step there that they're not doing. I think that most people, when they look at inflation, look how expensive things are getting, they don't even know what they're going to do yeah. uh, in retirement, right? Right now, they're still. if, if you're still working, you can uh, ask for a raise, or hopefully you're getting raises. Yep. Um, and you know, and the job market actually has kept up fairly fairly well uh, with inflation. Earnings haven't quite kept pace, but it's, but it's doing okay. Um, but that flips uh, on its head when you retire. Right, your social security is going to increase a bit, but that's only about forty percent of your, you know, your retirement income. You've got to hope that the rest is going to do well, and the rest is typically, if you're lucky, a pension. But you know, we know most people yeah. don't have those. If if you're out there listening and you have a pension, congratulations, uh, it's a wonderful thing. Yep. Uh, most of us are pulling money out of our four hundred one k's and our IRAs, so you got to make sure that a you're 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 being smart with how much you're withdrawing. Um, you can't take out too much; you otherwise you run withdrawal rate risk. You also have to make sure that it's prudently uh, invested according to your risk profile, right? Make sh- make yep. sure that you have growth potential in there that is going to exceed inflation. Because remember, if you don't, you lose money every year. Yeah, good point. Money that's sitting in the bank, for instance, even though you're getting some interest rate. Now, today, I'm so happy to say that some people are getting 4 to 4.5%. Four A year ago... We weren't having that conversation, but some are doing that. Um, you're often finding those in, in high yield savings accounts that are typically online. Um, but I, every client that comes in, they talk to us about where their assets are, and I say, "How much do you have in the bank?" And if it's a meaningful amount of money, I said, "Why don't we move some of that over to a high yield account? Go on to you know Google high yield yep. savings, and you can find a, a bank that offers it. There's there's tons of them. Um, so if you're just sitting in a bank and you're only making Point, Even one percent, but it's not point that. It's 0.05. Yeah, right. um, if inflation is six percent, you're losing six percent a year. Yeah, ouch. Right. So as things get more expensive, you lose the ability to purchase those things because your money's not growing if it's just sitting in the bank. Now, is this the time that um, I should take some money out of my Roth? Excuse me, out of a, a, a typical IRA and shift it into a Roth because we don't know what the tax ramifications are going to be 10, 15 years from now, should I be smart and get ahead of the curve? Oh, I totally agree. I don't think today is any better than yesterday or it will be any better than tomorrow. I think it's always a good time uh, to start moving money from your Roth, uh, from an IRA uh, into your Roth. Now, for folks that don't remember, a Roth is uh, an IRA account that you've already paid taxes on. Okay, and that will grow tax-free forever. You could grow $100,000 into... Five billion, if you want. Now, is that good part luck? Of, is, is that part of my RMD? 
No, your your Roth will not be subject See, to RMDs. There you go. Right, your required minimum distributions. Right. No, Roths are not subject to those. So uh, if you don't need to take money out and you don't want to increase your tax liability in, in retirement, if you have your money in a Roth, it can stay there. Now, of course, when you pass away, if you leave that to your heirs, you know, whether it be your children right. um, or an aunt and uncle or whoever it might be, uh, they do have to take it out. Within a 10-year window, the SECURE Act of 2019 said if you inherit an IRA, whether it be an IRA, a Roth IRA, a 401k, whatever it might be, you've got 10 years to take it out. But with a Roth, you're not paying taxes on the money once yeah. you take it out of that. I mean, it just makes so much sense. It doesn't show up in your required minimum distribution. Right. And um, depending on how much money you have, where that puts you in your tax structure, uh, you don't have to pay taxes. Exactly, exactly. And listen, who, nobody's got a crystal ball. No. You don't have one, I don't have one, nobody has one. However, I really do think tax taxes will be going up. We're at historical lows, and the amount of money we're spending, first what we're spending internally, now we're spending a lot of money uh, It's in support of Ukraine. Um, you know, there's huge deficits. Well, you, and- you can't just print a trillion-dollar coin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, and then I think a lot of people just think that, well, as soon as I retire, my taxes are going to go down. Yeah, they really don't. They might. They might. Might. Um, but I wouldn't bet that way. No, if you kind of think about it as well, your, your peak earning years are probably in your late 40s to mid 50s. And then for a lot of folks, their earnings kind of start to pull back when they get close to retirement. There's certainly there's plenty who it doesn't pull back, but for quite a few people it does. And so that may be putting you into some lower tax brackets as you slow down and get ready for retirement. And then when you get into retirement, once you start taking all your money from Social Security and your 401ks and a pension if you have it and maybe annuities, you might just automatically bump into a higher tax yeah. bracket. But then if government supersedes us and raises taxes, you could get into a higher tax yeah. bracket. Yeah. So Roths are very, very uh, powerful. So anything you can do to offset what could be coming down the pike is smart. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and and with a Roth conversion program, really what you want to do is do that systematically. Don't just decide, hey, let's. this is a good year to do it. Work with an advisor or do the numbers yourself. Determine what your income looks like as you get towards the end of the year. And then identify how much money you have between your current tax bracket and the next tax bracket. Let's say that's $25,000 to get you between, I forget the rates, 12 and 24, 12 and 22, whatever the number is. Determine what that gap is and fill that up with a Roth conversion. You're going to pay taxes on that conversion, but at least you're not going to go into the next tax bracket. Makes sense. All right. And uh, the other thing that uh, you have to think about while you're being honest about do I have a smart retirement plan, uh, how does Medicare uh, fit into it and, and health care expenses and all that stuff that you're probably not thinking about? Listen, Medicare is actually really good. Uh, it's about $170. It's a little bit less per person now per month. And it is really going to cover the vast majority of your I won't say vast majority. A lot of your expenses, okay. your your healthcare expenses, reduces the amount out of pocket. It definitely okay. reduces the amount right. out of pocket. Okay. Now, you can supplement that um, with extra insurance in retirement, which will cover those things that Medicare doesn't cover. Mm-hmm. But you know, Medicare is a really good program. It helps a lot of folks, mm-hmm. and um, it's really important when you start getting ready when you turn sixty-five. It's time to file for Medicare that you look at the options that are available for you. And I'll mention one in particular, like Part D. That is your drug plan. It it helps cover prescription drugs. There's not just one Part D plan. There's several different types that you could buy into. And what you want to do is basically 
speak with your doctor. Say, okay, what meds am I taking now? Is there anything you're going to be adding to the regimen this year? Uh, and then go and see which plan has the best Part D coverage. But what if you don't know? What if you're not on any meds right now? Doesn't mean I'm not going to be in three years. Well, you can do this every year. Oh, you can? Right? Yes. Every okay. year you um, you can change your- So you're uh, not just, locked in. You're not locked okay. in. It's just like at work. You have the open enrollment. Okay. It works the same way for Medicare. There's open enrollment at the end of the year, and then you can change your uh, the plans that you have. Nice. So- Right. And I don't hear, I hear every once in a while them say, we're going to cut Social Security. I don't hear them say, we're going to cut Medicare. Why is that? I don't think it's the thing people, people don't think about Medicare. I, I think that's just human psychology, Peter. Um, you know, the, Medicare could get tinkered with, um, but it's not money coming in, hitting their checking account, right? So I, I just don't think folks... Are, it's not front and center for a lot of folks. It certainly could be tweaked with. Yeah. Um, but I think Social Security is, is kind of the it's the obvious target for these conversations. Wow. And, and the biggest fear that people have, I'm going to outlive my money. Isn't that yours? Because life expectancy is getting big. It, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's ironic. COVID has actually, we think, increased the longevity um, that we expect um, from what it was a couple of years ago. And it's morbid to think about, but we think that people's life expectancies on average will be longer because COVID took the most vulnerable part yeah. of our population. Yeah. Um, but the fact of the matter is modern medicine, look what it did with the, well, I'll say the vaccines. I don't want to no, some people where yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could get into the political but, but side the of that. But it's amazing. Yeah, vaccines yeah, yeah. Right. in general have done wonders for us as a society. And um, that's just one aspect of it. You know, this new Alzheimer's drug, it just came out. They're talking about it in the news uh, this week. It's it's groundbreaking. It could really help people. Fact of the matter is we're all living a lot longer. And retirement savings in Social Security wasn't designed uh, for people to spend 40 years in retirement. Oh. You know, it was originally designed for people to spend about five to six to eight years. Was that it? Yeah, retirement. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't long. Yeah. Um, so it's really important to have your plan. You know, we talk about that a lot. Have a plan, yep. have a plan, have a plan. But make sure you understand what your plan is and how it's going to work and how you can um, address any risks that might you might face in retirement, whether that be inflation, whether that actually being super lucky and being healthy and living a long time, <laughs> how do we address that? You know, make sure we don't take too much money out. Yep. Make sure there's some growth in our portfolios. It can't just be all all safe. You need some growth. Well, you want it to be safe, but you do need some yep. growth uh, component to it. You know, be able to address market risks if you see a big decline, um, and make sure that you've got the income coming in to pay the bills. So, I understand people tinkering tinkering with their retirement plan in their 30s, their 40s, 50s, 60s. They've retired. Are they still tinkering with their plan in their 70s and in their 80s? Or do they say, just leave it where it is? I, don't, I, I, I cannot pinpoint or associate an age with the propensity to tinker with, with their investments. Um, it's, it's, so it's not age-related. It has to do often, I find, with just people's personal conservative or aggressive nature. Yeah. Um, some people just do not want any risk whatsoever. They say, I worked my butt off for this money. I don't want to lose it. I want to make sure it's safe. And other people say, you know what? I understand how we can make this grow, and I want the, my money to work for me instead of work for my money. But it's a gamble. I don't call it a gamble. Okay. 
That's a bad. Okay. That's that's a bad word. It's a risky proposition, possibly, if you want to put the pedal to the metal and keep it there. Some people in their sixties, seventies, and eighties do. Well, I, yeah, I don't think we're putting the pedal to the metal, um, but you do want to have a, a portfolio or an investment plan that is uniquely geared towards your risk profile, and it, you you develop a risk profile by understanding what we just talked about, how you feel about things. Yep. Listen, I'd say to everybody, if I could bring to you what I think is the best thing for your situation, if, however, you can't sleep at night or you're thinking about it all the time, it's not for you. It really isn't. Yep. And we'll have to come up with something else. So a lot of it is, is just human nature. It's our, it's our own personal feelings um, and psychology, if you will. Yep. And then the other piece is understanding financially what your risk profile is. How much money can you afford to lose at, at any given day without it harming your plan, right? Some folks are really fortunate to have a lot of money, yep. and they could lose 50%, and they could still have still plenty sweet. of money to pay the yep. bills. Yep. Other people, if they lost 50%, uh, the money, you know, there's, there's going to be very little left, and, oh, kids, um, mom and I are moving in with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's, you know, it's, it's really important to understand what that profile is and then to build that uh, that investment structure that, that suits your needs. Mm. See, I'm, I'm one of those conservative people. It's like I work my butt off to get this money. Boom. I don't want to lose any. I, I get that. But I also get the other side, people saying, you know, but I, I want to be, uh, I don't want to be complacent. I think there's an opportunity to make money. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Yeah, you. Yeah, I, and you know, I would challenge you to to rethink your how you think about that. Sometimes, okay. let's say you had a hundred thousand dollars, yep, and it's sitting in the bank earning nothing, and you're taking your money out, and you take out, you know, let's say five thousand dollars every year. Okay, that would take you about twenty years to get through that, right? Mm-hmm. What if there's inflation of three, four, five percent every year? That's going to eat into those 20 years, and now maybe we're only going to get five, I mean 15 uh, out of it. My point is if you don't have growth in your assets and you're limited in terms of what you have, you're simply going to run out of money because you're taking it from a, uh, a pool of money that's, that has no growth potential in it. At least if you can get some growth on any given year of 5, 6, 20% even sometimes, and you're taking out 5%, you'll be okay. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. 
Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.